one noticeable one notable thing today, you know, as I'm watching live timing and I'm watching the race, um, you know, it was pretty clear that, you know, from my perspective, you were having uh, a real good solid effort. Um, so without me tainting like how you felt about it necessarily, I, you know, I'm kind of curious how you felt about the day coming into it and how things kind of manifested, you know, 15K classic, 15K skate on a, you know, what I would consider to be a very difficult course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were definitely missing a few teams here without some of the Central Europeans, but the top end was definitely stacked with the Norwegians coming back. But, I mean, kind of coming into this race, I, I really was looking forward to this. I mean, it's not that often on the World Cup that we get to race more than 15K. There's only a few skiathlons and then a couple 50Ks with world champs and home and colon. So I always, always want to come in and take advantage of those opportunities. And yeah, as you said, Lottie's definitely a hard course, but I think, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that for me. So just wanted to kind of have a good classic and then see what I could do in the skate. So, because a little bit, I feel like I've kind of been struggling with classic this year. I haven't really found a groove. And I think that was kind of the case today as well. It felt really chaotic and like a lot of work out there racing the classic 15K. It was pretty warm conditions and a little tricky kick. And it was one of those situations where like, if you were really on your game, you could kick it pretty well. But if you slipped, it was a big slip. So most of that classic portion, I kind of just ended up running out of the tracks on the sides of the steep hill. I just, it seemed like it was easier for me and kind of kept me in the fight. I was dangling a little bit off the kind of lead pack. And I think I transitioned, I don't know, maybe 10 meters behind what I'd really consider the lead pack, but I was able to get out through that transition pretty quick, which was nice. You know, I'm kind of curious, you obviously have been skiing for, you know, your entire life at a very, you know, and at a very high level. Um, when you say things like, you know, you're just not finding your groove with classic, what, is, what does that mean for you? Really? I mean, I think so. I mean, kind of throughout my career, I'd say I'm somewhat of a skater. Skater has always gone a little better for me. And so kind of finding my groove classic, I feel like is being able to like, comfortably relax in the world cup field it's like i mean i can go out there and classic ski fine i can go out and classic ski pretty fast fine but it's kind of finding that balance in the world cup of not getting thrown off by people slipping in front of you or banging your poles and still being able to ski well kick your skis well not get flustered with all sorts of other things and not let the gaps form so it's yeah, it's a little bit like, I mean, part of me thinks like, okay, I can go out and I can, I mean, intervals feel fine and things like that, but then getting in that kind of chaotic environment of these mass starts or pursuit starts and you're just like, there's so much going on and it kind of, I feel like it kind of overwhelms me and I often end up shifting a little, I'd say, frantic with my technique and that uses up a lot of energy so then by the later portion of the classic i'm kind of struggling a little more and as i struggle i kind of go from that frantic to 
kind of some old technique habits where really like big long power strides that isn't the most effective so gotcha okay um and feeling pretty good i mean i know that you know traditionally you you know skating is kind of your groove um and one thing that was noticeable you know on the on the live feed, you know, observing. And th- there was a portion where you were leading a group of a few skiers and you looked very, com- you know, comfortable for obviously race pace. But what I mean is that, you know, your your movements were sound. Um, I do notice that, you know, when you ski, you sort of move your head back to back and forth. And I, I always take that as like, okay, there's Scott, right? Cause I, <laughs> yeah. that, that's an attribute of, of your skiing. And I noticed that today, but it seemed very smooth and, you know, for race pace, relaxed. I'm, I'm curious, is that actually how you were feeling? I, I mean, yeah, I was feeling really good and relaxed for that skate. It was, it was definitely a situation where the, yeah, I was leading some of those early laps feeling good, but the draft was just so good. So it was kind of one of those things, like, you want to lead. I really wanted our pack to, like, start moving faster, but I didn't want to do all the work. And so it was a little frustrating there through some of the middle laps of the skate, just like, okay, I want us to go faster, but I don't want to do everything. Like, where's the balance? And yeah, I, I, I definitely got a little frustrated with that. And knowing that I don't have all that much of a sprint for the finish, it's kind of like, okay, let's, let's drop some of these guys in the pack. Let's move a little quicker. But it seemed like, I mean, I think Muzzy pulled a bit too. And, kind of felt like every time he moved to the front our pack slowed down a little bit and so it was was definitely kind of a little cat and mouse game through those middle laps that i wasn't super appreciative of but still i I mean i was feeling good do you feel satisfied with the result yeah yeah i'm satisfied i mean always want more always want to kind of another breakthrough make the next step like get into the top 10 or something like that but i'm pretty happy with today and i think there's a lot of season left and a lot of a lot more good opportunities to kind of try and build some momentum here and maybe pull out those best results at world champs or something like that. So I'm quite satisfied with today. Cool. Okay. A couple of questions and feel free to not, you know, you can be like, yeah, I'm not going to answer this in a fully fleshed out answer, but I don't think we've really spoken at length in a while. Um, And I know, you know, you came out of, out of the Olympics with some really, you know, which is 2018, which may seem like, a well, with COVID, it probably is a lifetime ago, but it's not that long ago, um, you know, a few years. And, you know, you came out of that with some stellar results. You had a great result, if I recall, in the Holman Colon 50K that year, um, which I think was a skate off the top of my head. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And then really struggled last season. And I think it was, again, like it all seems like a blur, but I think you pulled yourself really from the World Cup and and came home, raced domestically. And even domestically, you were not the usual Scott Patterson we're used to seeing. Um, and I know people talk about some health-related issues. I'm curious, are you able to kind of speak to that and what was going on at all? I mean, I don't really want to go into like all the like personal health issues, but I mean, can definitely kind of talk to it. Yeah. I mean, last season kind of starting off the World Cup, I mean, I was noticing a few things were a little off going into the season. 
I mean, there were some iron issues and some other indicators that were not great, but I was kind of hopeful that I could overcome those going into period one last year. And I mean, I don't won't say period one went well, but like I wasn't too far off. And then went back to nationals and just had a couple terrible races. And I was like, okay, something is clearly wrong. And so kind of after that, I, I, well, it regrouped, didn't go back to the World Cup, went out to Bozeman, where my parents live now, stayed there for a couple weeks, kind of started to get some things figured out, um, went out to Craftsbury and raced a couple more times, and it was just like, yeah, it's still not quite there. I just need to figure out these health issues. So I, after that, kind of, when, that would be end of January, I went back to Bozeman and then used some of the ski team resources through Park City and spent some time down there to get everything sorted out. And so kind of by April, by the time COVID hit and I returned to Alaska, definitely things were back on the right track health-wise and kind of had everything sorted and a good treatment plan. So I, I mean, I had a good summer training. And so I was pretty optimistic going into this year that I could do pretty well and get back to really where I wanted to be racing. Okay. Great. Yeah. I was just kind of curious. I know that, um, yeah, people have, yeah, we've all kind of been like, okay, what's going on? What's the situation? And, um, okay. And, you know, speaking, I guess kind of like projecting forward, um, what are, what, you know, for example, might be a goal at world championships, Uh, you know, I'm imagining the 50 K, but, um, you know, off the top of my head, I'm like, is it skater classic? You know, I, I haven't even gone out that far, uh, in my it's, notes. It's classic. Okay. So what are your, yeah. what would be your goals specifically maybe for world champs? Um, so I mean, definitely the 50 K and the, um, skiathlon kind of the two big focus events definitely would like to do well in the 15 K as well. You did mention that Holman Colon skate right after the Olympics where I had a good result, but then also the year in between, so 2019, I also had a really good classic result at Holman Colon. So I'm hoping to kind of figure things out classic-wise going into that world champs this year. And I mean, reach goal is top 10 in one of those events. Okay. Doable for sure. Yeah. 